Welcome to Bridge the City, a podcast recorded in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Our mission is to bridge together people, resources, and ideas that inspire Milwaukee to action. And I'm your host, Benjamin Rangel, and today we're talking to the current and future Mexican Fiesta ambassadors, Nora Godoy and Kate Rodriguez, respectively. As you'll hear, it's the largest Mexican cultural event in the state of Wisconsin. People come from all over the world to attend, and the Fiesta itself is a part of the Wisconsin Hispanic Scholarship Foundation, which hosts events and provides programming and scholarships for the Hispanic and Latin community year-round. But before jumping into the episode, we have some very exciting news here at Bridge the City. Um, And so really exciting news here at Bridge the City is that we have an additional new producer on the team, Daisy Espana. And so um, I guess I can just say a little bit before I let you introduce yourself. Uh, This is really exciting because Daisy was actually a former student of mine at the place that I work. And so um, it's always good to give opportunities to young people that I was able to work with, but also just to like collaborate and see um, Daisy grow and become a professional change maker in the city of Milwaukee. And so really excited for Daisy to be on the Bridge the City team. Daisy, you want to say a bit more about yourself? Yeah, um, I'm really excited to be part of the team. Uh, Like Ben said, I was a student of his about four years ago almost now, four yeah. years yeah. yeah which is crazy because that means i'm getting older uh but he was my government teacher and i am obsessed with government and anything to do with community so uh when he offered when he brought me up to the team or at least offered that uh, possibility i didn't think twice mm. i was so excited um and more so because i was raised on the south side of milwaukee and was kind of just in a specific community area like latinos mm-hmm. i'm raised by my parents who are latinos and went to a school majority latinos and um i want to continue to learn more about milwaukee but i also want to engage other people to not only the south side but also everything that i learned i want to teach to others or or like engage other people to that too yeah and it's really daisy you're like the ideal bridge city producer because you care so much about community and at the end of the day i feel like bridge city you know we are a small uh podcast with a small team um and we're all volunteer but at the heart of what we do it's about engaging in the community and getting people involved and so we're really excited to have you and really excited for your first episode here yeah no i'm i'm really excited and um we'll see where our time takes us i guess yeah yeah so keep listening for uh daisy and i are going to be working on some episodes together in the future in the near future but eventually you know she'll be producing stuff on her own so uh daisy welcome to the team thank you so much i'm so excited with that introduction of our newest producer let's jump into our interview in daisy's first episode with nora and kate the current and future mexican fiesta ambassadors uh, my name is Nora Godoy Gonzalez, and I am the 2023 Miss Mexican Fiesta Ambassador. Um, I am a proud Latina Milwaukeean with roots uh, in Zacatecas, Mexico. 
Woohoo. Um, and like I said, I was born and raised here in the 414 my entire life. I went to um, Bruce Guadalupe Elementary School. Then I continued on my education um, at Carmen. And then um, I went to Marquette University, where I doubled majored in Spanish for the business professions and public relations. Um, in my time at Marquette, I did a whole bunch of um, really cool activities. You know, originally, I thought I was going to go into corporate America do communications, marketing, all that fun stuff. But then I fell in love with engagement and engaging the community and doing really powerful work. Um, so I was a COVID grad, May of 2020. So now that I kind of knew like what my passions were, um, I went into uh, community schools work and then I transitioned over into my current role. Um, and I am the placemaking director at the Milwaukee Harbor District. So there, again, I do a lot of um, community outreach, community um, work, where I basically bring the 53204 zip code community and the Southside community into the Harbor District. So right now I'm working on a really cool project called Summer in La Plaza, um, which is bringing people into the new um, Harborview Plaza Park. I don't know if any of you have been there, um, but it's a, honestly a hidden gem in the city. So I really want to ensure that um, people on the South Side and all of Milwaukee community really feel welcomed into that space. So that's um, something that I'm working on now, um, as well as working with Fiesta and helping out with their community events. But that's just a little bit about me and my background. Kate? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Nora. Um, I, I just want to jump in and just yeah. say, like, your background and little bio there is exactly in line with Bridges City, which is like we love talking to people who are super connected in the community and doing really good work. So really happy you're here. And yeah, it's from Kate. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Kate Rodriguez-Quesada. Um, I was born in Milwaukee, and then I moved to Brookfield, Wisconsin, where I was raised for 14 years of my life. Then I also went to Carmen High School. Shout out, Carmen. Um, and then I also went to Marquette University. <laughs> um, so yeah, with that experience, I saw the disparities in education systems. So that kind of leads to my current role now. I'm a college counselor here at Crystal Ray High School. Woo um, shout mm -hmm. out Crystal Ray, I guess, too. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I help a lot of, you know, Milwaukee students um, with the college application process and with their dreams of attending college or with any of their postgraduate plans. Um, and how did I get connected to Mexican Fiesta? I actually danced at Mexican Fiesta for about 10 years with the Dance Academy of Mexico, which preserves the traditions and culture of Mexico. Um, so I was able to be a part of Mexican Fiesta for so long and that I saw this opportunity to be the next ambassador. So I will be the ambassador for the year 2024. Yeah, and that brings us into our um, next question, which is like, we're talking to you all to learn more about Mexican Fiesta, but specifically both of you are... Well, one will be the ambassador, one mm -hmm. is the current ambassador, and so we're hoping to know a bit more about what the role and responsibilities of a Mexican Fiesta ambassador are. So, yeah, Nora, you want to take away there? Yeah, absolutely. So first I'll give a little bit of the history of how the Miss Mexican Fiesta ambassador program came to be. Um, so the... Mexican Fiesta um, ambassador program was actually started off as a pageant, like a very traditional like beauty pageant where people did talent shows um, and just different stuff like that. Um, so we really um, so they wanted to start a program 
um, where they wanted to showcase and basically like women empowerment and showing like um, a Latina that is educated, a Latina that's a leader in her community. So that's where the Miss Mexican Fiesta Ambassador Program started. Um, and since then, um, the program really strives to... Um, ensure that like the women who are stepping into this role are very committed to their community, bringing new innovative ideas. Um, and our biggest role is to represent the foundation and support them with all their community-based events. Um, I know we'll jump into this a little bit, but just a few examples like the Day of the Dead um, um, event, as well as like the um, Viva MKE market where we're celebrating like local entrepreneurs and local small business businesses and it's really an opportunity for um, a Latina figure to be the face of the foundation and to also inspire other young Latinas um, to continue their education and really be the, a role model in their community. Um, so that was basically a platform that was created to support um, young Latina women who also want to um, you know increase their networking opportunities and just be a avid community member yeah and kate did you did you grow up always wanting to be the mexican fiesta ambassador how did you get connected to the to this yeah yeah so actually um i kind of first heard about the role through nora um so nora and i again we went to carmen together we went to marquette together and i just saw all the awesome things she does in the community and it's truly what it means um being an example for others um and i hope to follow in Nora's footsteps, and I have big shoes to fill, but I'm very excited. Aww. Awesome. Um, well, we're really happy you're here, and I think Daisy has her next question. Yeah, so I'm sure many of our listeners have attended or at least heard of Mexican Fiesta, but how, uh, but many may not know um, much about its history. Uh, you might have touched a little bit on that, but how did the Mexican Fiesta came to exist in the way we know it? Yeah. Yeah, so first I just want to shout out Mexican Fiesta. We are celebrating our 50th anniversary, so we have been here for five decades in the city of Milwaukee. So Mexican Fiesta originally um, started in 1973 um, as a celebration for the Mexican Independence Day. Um, they used to close off um, a street on the south side because, you know, historically the south side has been a predominantly Latinx community. Um you know, due to like segregation and other factors that I won't go into today. But um, and um, I believe they did move it around different specific areas on the south side, but it was mainly in the Walker's Point area. Um, and by 1977, I'm looking here at my notes, um, Mexican Fiesta grew so much that um, Summerfest at the time, it was the Henry Festival Park, um, invited um, the Mexican Fiesta organizers to host their festival there in the festival grounds. So the city of Milwaukee was like, wow, there's a lot of people here on the streets. Um, so they were like, why not move it to the festival park, right? That makes sense. Um, and then with time, it grew to the three-day uh, celebration of culture, food, um, entertainment that we know now. And now Mexican Fiesta is Wisconsin's largest Mexican festival, which is super cool. Yeah. And part of the reason, though, beyond part of the reason why we want to talk to you all is because there is more beyond just the fiesta, the three day celebration at the Summerfest grounds. It's part of a broader scope of work by the Wisconsin Hispanic Scholarship Foundation. Can you talk about what the WH 
SF. Is that how it's abbreviated sometimes? Okay, great. What they do and then like what are some other events that you all put on? Absolutely. So the Wisconsin Hispanic Scholarship Foundation was funded in um, 1987. Um, and it also, it, it was founded because they saw the need of, of higher uh, accessibility to higher education for a lot of um, Latinx students in the city of Milwaukee. Their biggest mission was and still continues to be is to really support students who want to um, go into higher education. Um, with the idea of keeping their culture um, with them, right? We want to make sure that we're creating leaders that don't forget um, where they come from, don't forget their traditional values and um, traditional cultural traditions. So that was a big part of what the foundation does and continues to do. Um, and that's something that a lot of people don't know. Like a lot of people know, like, oh, Mexican Fiesta is like the biggest event. But no, the Wisconsin is scholars, uh, Scholarship Foundation um really does really cool events all throughout the year. So one of them being the most recent, like the Viva MKI Mercado, um, the Day of the Dead event, um, the El Dia de los Muertos event in November, um, El Dia de los Tres Reyes, and just really cool events throughout the year, um, not only to raise money for um, the Wisconsin Hispanic Scholarship Foundation, but also to promote culture and promote tradition. So people um, as new generations of Mexicanos are growing up in the city of Milwaukee, they don't forget their roots. And that's a big reason why the foundation exists today, to not only create um, leaders and provide scholarships, but also create those opportunities where people can get connected to um, their traditions and culture. Yeah, I had a follow-up question. How many like scholarships do you guys give out like a year? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I know it changes every year. So I believe um, there's about, it could be anywhere between um, 30 to 50 or sometimes more scholarship recipients. It just does depend how many money refer, uh, we raise throughout the year. That's why it's really important for the community to come out and continue to um, support um, the Wisconsin Hispanic Scholarship Foundation um, events um, and Mexican Fiesta because that's where a lot of the money gets raised. So it, it varies each year. Oh, so just to clarify too, if you attend Mexican Fiesta, your all the proceeds and benefits go to the scholarship foundation itself. Oh, okay. yes, the yeah. majority. Yeah, and I didn't know that. I feel like I just went to Fiesta just to like eat <laughs> the food and have a good time. But it's like, oh, everything I'm spending here can go back to help the scholarship. Foundation. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Daisy, you want to ask the next question? Yeah. So Milwaukee is known as a city of festivals. Uh, there is something happening every weekend in Milwaukee. Mexican Fiesta is always at the top of my list. But for those who are trying to prioritize their festival attendance this summer, why is Mexican Fiesta a must attend? Another very great question, Daisy. Um, honestly, to celebrate one of the biggest communities in Milwaukee, um, Mexican culture has been in Milwaukee for decades, and it just continues to grow. Um, and it's honestly to celebrate local artists, uh, business owners, um, leaders in the community. And it's just a really great fun time. So if someone who just moved to Milwaukee or someone who's lived in Milwaukee their entire life, but has never gone to Mexican Fiesta, um, should definitely go because it's a way to not only learn about the history of Milwaukee um, 
but also to see a really cool community, uh, a, a gem in uh, on the south side of Milwaukee. And I think this is a great opportunity to bring other people um, from different parts of Milwaukee, but different parts of the state. Um, and it's nationally attended. So we have people from Texas, California, Colorado, Illinois, driving up to Wisconsin for this festival. So I think it's a great opportunity to, um, to get our name out there, um, not only as an organization, but also just as a culture too, which I think is really cool. Definitely. And then is there, uh, Kate, did you have something or oh, yeah. like maybe a favorite Mexican fiesta uh, activity or th thing to participate in? Yeah. So as a former, as a former performer, that sounds weird. Um, definitely the dance, the dancers, we have dancers from Mexico that come. Um, and of course, local dance groups perform as well. There's a lot of food, a lot of drinks. Uh, so definitely get yourself a drink, um, piña colada, and enjoy the warm weather. And I think it's also really impactful for the community, the Hispanic community. It's a much waited for event. I feel like people wait for it every year and they're like, what? it ends on Sunday and then they're already like, oh my God, I can't wait for next year's fiesta. So I think it's also un pedacito de la cultura and having that there, having that for many like immigrants who are not able to go back to their their country in a sense um it's those three days that they get to reconnect with you know um a former a part of them so it's very impactful yeah and i would just like to add really quick is um also like the uh, my favorite part of fiesta is definitely the cultural pavilion so um there's vendors from different states in mexico um guanajuato jalisco zacatecas whoo um, Oaxaca, Veracruz, etc. that literally yeah. come to Milwaukee each year. And some of these vendors, um, I've been able to talk to them, connect with them, and they've been vending at Fiesta since the beginning, since wow. the 70s. 50 years, yeah. Yeah, so it's crazy um, just to see, like, people from Mexico coming back because they enjoy it so much. And like Kate uh, mentioned, we have performers from all over Mexico, too, artists, um, it's just such a beautiful and unique event um, to in Milwaukee. And I think that people should come to this great festival. Yeah, certainly. And it's, I mean, literally an international festival, which I don't think I understood the scope and scale of it, which is really impressive. Um, the You kind of mentioned uh, some of the other activities beyond the fiesta, uh, like the Dia de los Muertos event. Um, is there... Are there other specific events you want to kind of highlight um, and talk more about so that people are aware of so that they can put those on their calendar too? Absolutely. Um, so as I mentioned, the Wisconsin Hispanics uh, Scholarship Foundation does have um, a bunch of events throughout the year to raise money for the scholarship, but also to bring community together. Um, so one of the first ones is El Dia de los Muertos um, Altar that happens at Flores Hall, where people are able to bring um, pictures of their deceased loved ones or deceased um, icons, right? Like artist R.I.P. Vicente Fernandez, right? Um, where they can come um, and have like panecito and just share a beautiful moment. Um, but another event that um, we usually have in the fall, but this upcoming year we'll have in the spring of 2024 is the educational story student forum, uh, which is basically a bilingual um, high school and college resource fair for students um, to come and network with um, local um, Latine professionals in Milwaukee and talk about their careers. Um, but also we raffle out scholarships. Um, so what a cool way to get a scholarship, just attend, add a little 
um, sign your name in and then you could possibly win $500 to pay for books or to go towards room and board, tuition, etc. So that's another really cool event that we do. Um, I know this last year we, I'm a huge um advocate for um, arts and education so we worked with the local um, artist group called Raras and they were doing a in-person um, mural with I don't know if that's how you say it but um, like mural with community members so they came they were doing the mural and people could come stop by um, paint so that's something that was super cool um, we also work with Gateway Technical College in, from Racine Wisconsin um, and they brought their lab in um, because now we're seeing that yes it's really important for people to continue to pursue higher education but sometimes that's not always accessible or possible for everyone um, so we are bringing in more of the trades and just different career paths um, to this resource fair. So let's say if someone graduates high school and wants to become an entrepreneur right away, um, we are trying to bring more resources to see how people can get like their LLC um, certification and just stuff like that. Um, another really cool event is, I mentioned it, the Viva uh, Milwaukee Mercadito, where we showcase um, local small Latino businesses in Milwaukee that just happened this past weekend. Um, which was really fun. It was a great time. We have local artists. Um, we also have the taco dinner that usually happens to celebrate um, El Dia del Niño, right? The day of the kid or the kids. Um, and again, that's just a fun way to celebrate and continue the traditions. And that's just a few examples, but there's way more um, events. And I'm really excited for Kate to be part of that this upcoming year too. Yeah, and you just reminded me that the foundation is called the Wisconsin Hispanic Scholarship Foundation. And, you know, being in Racine, it's important for folks to realize that, like, not all the the, the Latine community isn't only in Milwaukee, right? Like, mm -hmm. I'm from Racine myself, for instance. But um, that's awesome. I love that work. Uh, Daisy, you want to take the next one? Yeah, I just want to say, like, I go to Mexican Fiesta every single year for their amazing artist lineup. Um, but <laughs> I never, like, knew their history, so it's cool to to learn something today um but i so the latino population is the largest growing population in the state of wisconsin um with milwaukee being home to many latino immigrants why do you think it's important to have a festival like mexican fiesta that represents the hispanic community and cultures yeah i know kate kind of um touched upon it a little bit but um there is a lot of people who like um unfortunately are undocumented and can't go back to the motherland right so this is a way to bring the motherland to them um and to make sure that you know young people who are growing up in the states right like they have roots in mexico but um they've grown up in the united states like don't forget where they come from, where their ancestors come from. So this is a great opportunity to have the youth stay connected with their ancestors and just different cultures, um, their culture and traditions. But I think it's cool, too, because um, I feel like other ethnic groups um, in heritage, heritage in Milwaukee see like, oh, like um, Mexican Fiesta is a safe space for like, uh, yes, like Mexicans, but also other Hispanic groups and other Latina groups. Like, for instance, I know the Caribbean and Latin American festivals happening um, August 5th, I believe, in Walker's Point in La Causa. Um, and that's cool, right? Because now like the uh, other 
other Latina groups are like, wow, like, look at how huge their festival group, like, why we should have that same representation and that same safe space in our own city. So it's cool to see how Latina groups are collaborating and we're able to uplift one another. Um, and I think that's important, right? Because Milwaukee is an immigrant city. Um, and you see, like, these waves of um, immigration patterns, like, right when, like, the found, found, uh, when Milwaukee was first found, uh, founded, right, with, like, German immigrants, Polish immigrants, Latine immigrants, and now you're seeing other immigrant groups coming and seeking refugee here in Milwaukee. And I think this is just a great opportunity um, just to continue to expand that. Um, I don't know if Kate... Um, you want to add anything? Yeah, for sure. Again, it's also a big learning opportunity, right? So like you mentioned, the Latino, the Latino population is the largest growing population in the state of Wisconsin. So again, um, having, and of course, the United States is only becoming more and more diverse. So having these opportunities to learn more about different cultures and to be united with one another, or even just like be a little open-minded with one another is very important. Um, so yeah. Yeah, and for me, I'm I'm half Mexican myself. My dad's side of the family's Mexican, but my my dad was born in the U.S. and so like I'm pretty far removed. I'm third or fourth generation, um, and so for me, it's always good to learn more about my culture that I didn't actually get exposed to growing up. But also for the non-Mexican folks in Milwaukee, like I encourage you all to attend the fiesta as well to learn more about this really important community and culture that does so much for the city and. Um, you know, it's just a really good learning opportunity. Even if you're not, can't identify as being Mexican yourself, it's, it's still a lot of fun and the food is great and the, the music and everything's great. Yeah. Um, and that brings me to my last question. So before I get into the last question, is there anything else about uh, Mexican Fiesta or anything else that we haven't covered that you want to touch on Nora or Kate or even Daisy, if you want to jump in? Yeah. So of course there's Mexican Fiesta. That's like the biggest event, but please come to like other events like the MK market, the education forum, um, the Cesar Chavez event, um, all the events, please come. Um, follow our socials. Um, so we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. There will also, there's also going to be a Miss Mexican Fiesta Instagram page. So Nora and I will be um, on that fairly soon. Um, yeah. Do you have anything to add? Yeah. I just want to encourage other um, young uh, Mexican uh, women out there um, that if they have any questions or are interested in possibly applying to the ambassador program to please like reach out to Kate and I, um, as well as other previous Miss Fiestas, uh, Sammy, Saida, Vanessa, um, Valeria, Karina, etc. I haven't met mm -hmm. all the amazing Miss Fiesta ambassadors, but honestly, like, it's honestly a woman empowerment group. Like, I'm so happy that I was chosen and selected for such a great program. You do learn a lot. Um, and you just get to network with amazing people and you're exposed to what it's like to actually like the behind the scenes of Mexican fiesta, right? Um, so I'm excited to be part of that journey with uh, with Kate and be there to support her like when she needs her agüita, right? When she's running across to get to different stages on the weekend of fiesta. Um, but yeah, and again, just want to invite the rest of the Milwaukee community um, to not stay in like the... Like the I, I like saying the Milwaukee bubble, which is like the you know the touristy parts of Milwaukee, but I'll get in there, dive into other neighborhoods in Milwaukee. Milwaukee's much more than downtown, the Third Ward, um, and just like those 
those touristy parts of Milwaukee. Like, it's really important to explore and get to know, like, the true uh, Milwaukee community because Milwaukee has a lot of hidden gems that oftentimes aren't discovered. Um, So, yeah, just continue to support um, other local, like, neighborhood festivals. And, yeah, I'm just super excited to see the growth of Milwaukee, but also for Mexican Fiesta and our uh, 50th anniversary. So super excited for that. Super exciting. And that actually sort of answers my last question, which on Bridge the City, one thing that makes us unique and like kind of the origin of the podcast was that um, we would listen to podcasts and then feel a little bit lost in terms of what to do next. Uh, So every episode of Bridge the City actually ends with tangible action steps and how to get involved and make a difference. So you already answered one of the action steps, right? Explore different parts of the city of Milwaukee, attend festivals that might be a little bit outside of where you normally will go obviously attend Mexican Fiesta. Uh, <laughs> if you are um, able to apply to be the ambassador, an ambassador, not obviously this year because we have our ambassador <laughs> already, but uh, in the future, there's so many action steps from this episode to take away. I'm sure that we can go on the website too and donate to the scholarship foundation, even yes. if you can't attend Fiesta, um, but why not attend Fiesta and also contribute, contribute to the Absolutely. foundation. Uh, Kate, is there any other action steps that you have for people? Somebody listening to this, they get done listening, something they can do tomorrow or later today to make a difference in the community. Anything else? Yeah. So first of all, I'll plug Daisy real quick, but make sure you vote. Um, make sure you use your voice, especially if, um, for those who don't have one, um, definitely be open-minded and be open to growth or be open to learning new things and especially new cultures. And yeah, just keep supporting the the beauty that is Milwaukee. Thank you for listening to Bridges City. And thank you to Noda and Kate for giving up their time to talk with us. Also, make sure you check out Mexican Fiesta this summer and every summer. This summer, Mexican Fiesta is celebrating 50 years of Fiesta. So it is sure to be a huge celebration, a huge party, a lot of fun. This summer, it is August 25th, 26th, and 27th at the Summerfest grounds. And shout out to Daisy for her first ever episode with Bridge the City. Many more to come. If you are listening and interested in podcasting yourself or have a passion for community-centered citizen journalism like we do here at Bridge the City, consider joining the team. We're always looking for great team members. You can be a producer, do some stuff with our socials, pretty much anything you want. You can do it here on our team. Take a listen to our episode titled Help Wanted for more info on what that might entail. And if you can't join the team, consider supporting in other ways, like sharing our podcast with friends, subscribing wherever you find podcasts, of course, commenting on our episodes, following and supporting on social media, or at least consider becoming a patron. That's right. For just $4.14 a month, that's 414 Milwaukee, baby. You can support our work at patreon.com slash bridge the city. If none of that sounds fun for you, please just, you know, reach out and let us know how you have helped bridge the city. Bridge the city.